0: This week on Ultra 64, Gunly316 says, please be nice to me, my back hurts. Welcome to Ultra 64, we are the internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each and every week we are playing a different randomly selected game from the N64 catalog. And we are playing and we're putting in a chokehold and we're frantically trying to make it do what we try and tell it to do. Uh, my name is Steve Kuntling. I am beaten and bruised. Woody Suskowski. <laughs> We're joined once again by a special guest. Say hello, special guest.
1: Oh, hello. It's uh, This is my first time. Uh, my name is Blake Getch. It's actually not my first time. It's just uh, we stated that that was going to be my first time every time.
0: Oh, oh. oh that's right. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, every time it's your first time. So welcome back for your second first time. Oh, thank you. We're glad to have you here to consult on these wrestling games it we might, played today. It might
2: as well have been your first time because I had already forgotten all the previous wrestling <laughs> games we played. They had I vanished kind
0: of, out of memory so quickly. I thought I would hold on to them a little better than I did, but I really I've already forgot
2: the games we played five minutes ago. Well, let me refresh so, you. The three oh, games we played today are
0: WCW Nitro, WWF Attitude, and WCW Mayhem. Oh, so so we are many
2: letters, so, so many, many different synonyms for chaos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's alphabet soup plus verb for angry hurting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so we are uh breaking up all of our wrestling games in chunks of three or so and uh playing them in chronological order. So last time we played uh, WCW-NWO World Tour, uh, WWF Warzone, and WCW-NWO Revenge. <laughs> yes, so I guys, did it. You uh, guys got
2: all that. That's going to be on the test later, right? Yeah, we're, the we're coming back. <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, let me tell you, uh, this was a struggle to get through. And I have somebody, yeah. like, I think I expressed uh, in the last episode, I have been like wanting to be a wrestling fan. Like I want to like wrestling. And they keep making it real hard on me. <laughs> And these games were rough. These games were all... all, Like, I wouldn't save any of these from a fire. Um, Yeah, so, you know, we've
2: done, like... Well, we've played about more than 160 games on these podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This might have been the least amount of fun I've had so far playing games. Like for this of the th-
0: like now you're if wrestling for Woody. For people who don't know, is like what football is mm-hmm. for me. Like it's just I have a I have a deep aversion to it, and uh, <laughs> Woody's kind of got the same thing.
2: And, and I think we can agree. I bet you had a much better time playing Madden I last did. week. I did. in these games shockingly. Uh, yeah. Like
0: shockingly, I was kind of wishing I could go back and play old Madden. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's
2: like, like you're nostalgic for the chaos oh, yeah. and yes d- of football compared to the I don't know, that's some. there's there's a grace and beauty to that chaos, whereas right. this chaos, you're just like,
0: what the hell is going on? <laughs> and <laughs> again, I, I just feel like these are not capturing what I like about wrestling at all, but let's let, let's take a little diversion. There will be plenty of time to dump on these games soon. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So uh, since we last talked about wrestling, that was back in March, uh, there have been a few noteworthy developments in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I think the biggest one was the most recent WrestleMania event, WrestleMania 35, which was held on April 7th. So just shortly after we recorded last time, Uh, Kofi Kingston beat Daniel Bryan and he became the first African-American wrestler in WWE history to win the championship belt, which is pretty cool. And he was also the head of the United Nations, right? He was. Yeah, Yeah. he was. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, This was also the first WrestleMania to have a female match make the title card. Like The main event of WrestleMania was a match between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Uh, Becky Lynch won both the Raw and Heat tournaments on that. Um, and we also ha- had the last ever matches for two uh, legends of the sport. Uh, Kurt Angle, who is a former Olympic champion who turned uh, WWE mainstay. And Batista, better known as Dave Bautista, uh, who uh, walked away from the sport after winning a match against his longtime rival Triple H. Batista, of course, is net best known now as Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Drax. Right, I know.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I okay, wanted to I make some dirty. So- <laughs>
0: would, well, you did.
2: You did right in this room.
0: Was... Uh, yeah, no, he's he's focusing okay. on his film career now, and I did not realize that man is in his fifties. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, I I, I like Dave Bautista. He was actually really good in the new Blade Runner movie. Like, he's a small. He's kind of just
2: that. in the. Does he be? So I've realized that there's very few things I enjoy more than watching Ryan Gosling get beat up. Like, I really no, like Ryan Gosling, but he's, he's good Really it. good at getting beat up. Have you ever seen the movie Only God Forgives? I have not watched so, it. Yeah, I, I've heard some it, mixed things on that. Yeah, one. It, it was a lot better than I thought it would be, and okay. there's this really great fight scene um, between him and this sort of Thai boxer who just kicks the crap out of him, and he th- he just looks really dapper in this nice suit, and he <laughs> yeah. just runs up, and the guy just annihilates him, and it's a it's a fantastic scene.
0: I'm, I, I'm one, do you think it's just because he's like such a pretty boy, like you just kind of want to see him take a breeze yeah. or something? I don't know. Like he's so handsome, you just want to see him get punched. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course in Blade Runner, there's that amazing shot with uh there's a photo harrison ford accidentally punched him for real okay during one of their fight scenes and awesome. they caught that exact moment They someone was there taking a picture <laughs> and the face harrison ford is making is like shock and like regret and he just like immediately feels so oh, terrible no. when he realized he hit him and gosling is turned around to face the camera and he's just like
1: <sighs> his face all
0: squinched up like he just got hit by a truck anyway that's a diversion but that was funny <laughs> Um, uh, Other things here. Uh, Ukes quit wrestling. So what is Ukes? Ukes is the Japanese company that's been developing WWE games since 2000. Uh, and they announced that they will no longer be working with the WWE on their video games. Uh, they're going to go off and do their own wrestling video games now.
2: Hmm. Right, um, so it's a Japanese company. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that they wanted to focus more on, like... Japanese wrestling. I believe games.
0: that's what they're going to be doing. Yeah,
2: because uh, we were talking about it. Like a, you know, Japanese wrestling is like another huge mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. that is yeah, pretty separate from the WWE.
0: Yeah, it's very distinctive and it's got its own kind of flavor to it. And uh, uh, so they're they're going to be focusing on that. I think visual concepts is going to be taking over the WWE franchise on 2K now
1: okay Um, are we able to get like our hands on a like a Japanese wrestling game like like, I believe
0: Fire Fire Pro Pro,
1: wrestling
2: has been a long running Japanese series that I think a lot of sort of Bit gamers who are into wrestling games think that's sort of the definitive wrestling series. And, uh, is cr- Fire
0: Pro. Correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't um, World Tour that we played last time, wasn't that like a reskin of like a Fire Pro wrestling game?
2: I do Aki remember did? having that conversation.
0: Okay, that's, I might be wrong.
2: About I'm only that. correcting okay. you based on what you probably said last time. Yeah. So if you were wrong then, you're wrong now but and I, that I'm, does I'm, bring me back.
0: I'm going to add the same disclaimer from last time in that uh, I'm going to be wrong about a lot of this <laughs> stuff. Like, I really do my earnest best to try and research and understand it, but wrestling is dense, and it is complicated, <laughs> oh. and it has a long, long oh, history. Yeah.
2: This is essentially the equivalent of um three people who don't know much about comic books trying to explain the plot of crisis on infinite earth yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind,
0: of, kind of so
2: Barry allen was the flash and then he sacrifices himself on the cosmic treadmill right and then <laughs> wait um, wait wait back up go uh, the cosmic what now yeah exactly. yeah. yeah it's going to um, be a lot of so that. many rooms room
0: for air and backstory confusion and all this kind definitely, of stuff definitely definitely mm-hmm. mm-hmm all right i'm going to transition i'm sorry for this uh, sudden uh, uh uh neck snapping transition no, okay. but there is some sad news that happened in, in wwe uh ashley massaro snapping. died ashley massaro was one of the wwe's divas from uh, 2005 to 2008 uh and after leaving the organization she got involved with a lawsuit with wwe over some well a some misappropriated funds like they didn't pay her everything and b she was sexually assaulted by a service member during a uso show once mm. and apparently wwe just encouraged her to keep quiet about it which fucking sucks uh she did carve out a successful career for herself after that as a model and a radio personality but uh sadly she did take her own life uh just a little shy of her 40th birthday on may 16th so that's some sad news Um, The good news is that uh, WWE might be getting taken down a peg or two uh, coming up pretty soon. Uh, We're going to talk about the rise of All Elite Wrestling. AEW is a brand new wrestling promotion that's already developing a huge following, and it's about to get its own TV show on TNT uh, starting October 2nd. For those very few people who still have TV. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's being hyped as, like, the first promotion since the WCW to have, like, the actual funding and crowd, like, support to overthrow the WWE. Uh, It was officially founded on January 1st of this year, so it really is brand spanking new. And it's already striking a chord with wrestling fans. It's got a lot of best-selling pay-per-view events and live shows. Uh, The promotion was founded by Shahid Khan, who is the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Hmm. uh, and his son Tony. And their whole focus is on getting rid of all the goofy plot lines and the soap opera bullshit, and it's just going to be about athleticism, technical wrestling, and showmanship. So it's going to be much more... And they're, they're actually going to be s- tracking stats for the first time. Hmm. Like, but so it's still staged and written. Still it's staged, just, still staged, yeah. It's just not as goofy. Yeah, exactly. It Nobody's seems, t- like getting taken over by psychic mind beams. <laughs> <laughs> it just
2: seems so odd to basically have a... I'm not saying that, you know, the athleticism involved in this isn't very impressive. But to have, like, a stage thing where you're tracking on wrestling ability
1: seems odd to, like... Yeah. It's almost like having a scripted UFC match. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's...
0: I don't know. I'm kind of excited about this as an idea because, like I said, I've always wanted to get into wrestling. But wrestling has always just been too stupid to get into wrestling. But maybe this is, like... Well, this will Maybe be this can- is my in, and I can start from the ground up, Right, you know? Right. This,
2: this is the universal reboot that DC Comics and Marvel Comics do every five years exactly. to try and get more people into <laughs> comics, and then they give up on it yeah. because they realize that the only thing keeping them alive was the, you know, 40-year-old
0: fanboys. Absolutely. Yeah. And from what I've read, like, I put out on Twitter and, like, asked a couple of people about it, and people are very excited about the AEW because... Uh, wrestling fans hate WWE <laughs> like the real wrestling fans like they hate it because they see how badly they manage it how uh, poorly they treat their talent and mm-hmm. just like how kind of generally well they have a monopoly just the is. same yeah.
2: way we talked about EA and Madden yeah. last week it's when you have a monopoly on something there's very little incentive to do it well
0: yeah Um. and I, I believe I believe it was AEW there was a match recently where one of the wrestlers who was like who came over from Japan uh, he, I think he actually broke his neck in the ring and he's already back wrestling. Wow, like oh, good he, for him. Yeah, like, he, he broke his neck for real. Uh, but he's okay now. Um... Also, yeah, uh, AEW has been trending on Twitter this week because um, Ma- Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who's kind of like a, a heel wrestler for the AEW... He sound,
2: he sound, that is a very heel <laughs> wrestler name. You M- imagine MJF, him in like yeah. a, a powdered wig coming out. Kind of, like, yeah. Like a
0: foppish <laughs> yeah. nobleman. So he he came out, like, a, he posted a photo of himself at the gym and he said, like, I don't play Dungeons & Dragons. That was him? That was him. Okay, and this okay. is a... So you know this. You know yeah, this. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was like a direct stab at uh, another AEW wrestler named Brandon Cutler who like he's all about D&D he wears like a 20 sided die on his (laughs) outfit and his total his finishing move is called the TPK so like he's real super into it and this has sparked like this huge Twitter war with all these like weird like giant muscle heads coming to the defense mm-hmm. of Dungeons and Dragons and saying shut the fuck up, man. Like Joe Manganiello uh, from True Blood came out. He posted a picture of his men's health cover and he says I play D <laughs> and D. Like it's just it's kind of weirdly wholesome and like pleasant to see all these like muscle nerds like argue with each other.
1: I don't can, know. can we see a D and D and like re- like? wwe like wrestling match where they're actually rolling Mm. dice on stage and whatever they hit they can just do like a move or some. oh like
2: there's a real market for this um there's like a critical hit yeah yeah. there we go they could record a podcast if you got a bunch of aew professional wrestlers from whatever like together doing a D &D campaign you'd get so many listeners (laughs) i would would listen (laughs) to that
0: oh my god get vin (gasps) diesel to be dm or something like that'd be amazing uh, yeah so that's that's about all I got for the new stuff there's probably been other new stuff but uh, let's get into these games yeah because if you, I think if we want to know more about, about wrestling these. go back to our previous episode yeah we've got a lot of content in that last one and I still have a lot of content coming up here <laughs> you, you know me you yeah know me you, I'm extra Steve. <laughs> never devoid of content never devoid of content (laughs) it's a very long nickname that's my wrestling name yeah yeah oh no here comes the content creator (laughs) all right let's talk about our first game going chronologically here this is WCW Nitro released February 1st 1999 developed by Inland Productions and published by THQ and it was also released on PlayStation and Windows now I'm gonna I'm gonna say something possibly very offensive to a lot of people but I'm gonna say that Inland Productions specialized in redneck video games (laughs) okay <laughs> they did four. They did like five games. All of them were either about hunting, fishing, wrestling, or monster truck racing. Okay. So I don't even think I'm being pejorative here. I think these are popular redneck pastimes, and. Uh, You know, go you. Go fly fly your flag, just not the Confederate one. Um, Anyway, this game and its sequel, uh, which was WCW NWO Thunder, were Inland's only two attempts at the genre. There's no uh, official time of death on the company, but they had a huge (laughs) falling out with THQ, which is their parent company, and they haven't released a game since 2002. So I think it's safe to say they're gone, right? So uh, why is this game called Nitro? That's named after the TV show. Because uh, Monday WCW Monday Nitro, it makes more sense when you have the Monday.
2: Okay, but okay, let's go. Let's back up then. Why is that called Nitro? Just because it sounds cool? Because to me, the term Nitro, I only associate with like racing games uh-huh. where you yeah. like get the thing that gives you
0: a speed boost. I, I like, mean, I think they're going with a nitroglycerin instead of like nitrous oxide. I think they're thinking nitro, like explosive Nitro. Okay, okay, that's where I'm going with. I don't sure. know,
1: but it's also just a play on Monday night. I don't
2: know. Oh, Monday yeah. Night? Okay. Yeah. No, I get it now. Now,
1: yeah, it makes, yeah. now it makes more sense. Throw away all the logic. It, yeah. it just sounds nice. <laughs> it
0: sounds cool. I think, like, Monday Nitro is actually a cool name for a TV show. I'm, I'm kind of into that.
2: <laughs> so we, uh, you know, we came in. We're like, okay, we're going to play this Nitro game. And Steve's wife, Nicole, was on the couch. I'm mm-hmm. like, Nicole, we need we need you to play a wrestling game with us. So we're Because last time, the problem with a lot of these games mm. is there's three of us. Yeah. Um, which I guess is not the fault of the games. No. But to play a three- the fault wrestling of us not game. having friends yeah. Yeah, yeah you get two guys punching at each other yeah. and one person kind sort of stands there awkwardly yeah so yeah, nicole's yeah. like okay i have to go in 15 minutes but i'll We're play like, one funny. i'll That's play funny. one game with you <laughs> yeah. so we boot up the nitro uh battle royale four player mode yeah and who boy is this a bad way to start the night <laughs>
0: but, like it was immediately <laughs> baffling yeah. like it was immediately baffling uh i i, I didn't even know like anything i didn't know the control we looked at the controls beforehand they didn't really make sense okay because in this one the controls are wildly different for all of these games yeah. Oh which yeah. is
2: one of the most frustrating things
0: like this one they put the taunt button on b mm-hmm. like why? Like why are you, gonna, you you don't need the taunt for anything, but mm-hmm. you can put the taunt on B, and that every time you're accidentally just jamming on buttons, like I was Macho Man Randy Savage, and every once in a while he would just start turning around, going, "Oh yeah, brother!"
1: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> so I don't know
0: why it took. There's so many games for the N64
2: where the designers seem to think that the C buttons were the major buttons that we use. Yeah, like they never seem mm-hmm. to grasp. Even NBA Hangtime, which is a game I love defaults the controls until you change them to the C buttons. Mm -hmm. And it's super weird, and you're like, game... Have you looked at this controller? We're going to be using the A and B buttons. Those are the easiest to reach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they fix this when they, you know, they made the GameCube controller and they're like, okay, the A button is huge. Use that button. <laughs> it's uh, the one
0: you're automatically like drawn towards. Right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: it's so awkward to have basically the A and B button as taunt and switch target. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just it doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. And I've complained about this so many times, but there's no rhyme or reason to the C buttons. Like no. it's not clear why you know, left C would be kick and down C would be punch. Or, or
0: like, right C is run. Like, it doesn't...
2: Yeah, just, like, there's certain things that are much more intuitive. Like, you want your R button to be run.
0: Right. Like, Mm -hmm.
2: that just works because R for run and it's just in a spot where you can move the stick and hold R. (laughs) So, yeah, the controls in this game are just a mess. And we start... We boot up this four-player mode. The models here all look kind of the same. Right. Like, and... The ring in this game is tiny.
0: Very, very small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the character models were huge. Like, especially, uh, uh, Nicole was playing Kevin Nash, who's, uh, and like, he's just this giant thing taking up all this space. <laughs> and like, we literally could not figure out how to end the game. Like, the pin controls were not working. Like, they legitimately... We were trying to pin each other. We tried it again when we played single-player mode, and, like, it worked. We could pin people. We we won a couple matches. It works about half
2: the time yeah. in single-player mode.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you need to put them in exact, a very particular place. But, like, we won some matches. Yeah, like, we right. ended matches. And this battle royale, like, I don't know how it was supposed to end, because... No, uh, the, the pin button simply did not work. At one point, like... Uh, Nicole got knocked to the ground and offered to just stay there while we figured out how to pin. And while she's lying there and we're figuring out how to, like, work the buttons, Nash is healing. (laughs) Like, so it's going in the opposite direction of what we want. (laughs) By the time we figured out how to do anything, he he was already back on his feet and, like, in full health again. So, like,
2: what the fuck? And there seems to be no ring out timer. I was so frustrated Mm -hmm. by this. I just stepped my character outside of the ring for at least a good minute. And I was never sort of disqualified. Yeah, so... There's no sound in—so we moved into the single player after this, but I don't know if we can emphasize how bad the four player in this game is. Mm -hmm. And I think it's worth talking about, Steve,
0: that this game was a port— This was a port. This is a PlayStation port. This came out about a year before this on the PlayStation. And in that time, they were able to release Thunder, which was the sequel. For the PlayStation. For the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And so the developers incorporated some of the elements and some of the wrestlers from that sequel into this one. So they just kind of slapped it all together, and that also tells me that those first two games are probably pretty much exactly the same, since uh, uh, they can just be combined without any impact being lost. <laughs> and but I, this I, was not designed for a four-player system. Right. I think
2: that's my theory of why the four-player is just so horrendous, because yeah. if the other modes were poor... Now, the other modes in this game aren't great, No, but they definitely feel more like ported and refined, whereas mm-hmm. the four-player mode is sort of built from scratch and just does not work.
0: Yeah. so It's straight up broken. Yeah. yeah. And in a way that's just no fun to play.
2: Yeah. So finally we're like, okay, we've had enough of this garbage. We just (laughs) had to quit because no one could figure out how to end it. And then we went to the one-on-one mode and Steve played um, against the computer Mm -hmm. and actually had like a modicum of success.
0: Yeah, I did okay. I did okay. I I beat a guy. Well, I think we all beat a guy. Like Mm -hmm. we we passed the controller around. We all beat somebody. (laughs) And like that's, I think that's the first time we've actually successfully pinned anybody and beat a, a match in one of these wrestling games. At least, I think for
1: me, at least. It was yeah. It was almost like playing a a completely different game. Like first player versus the four, four player, player, where you had music in the background. You had the audience was moving around instead of this like. There was, like, four people, like, in the audience.
2: The the wrestler... though, In the four-player mode of this game, there was a one-to-one wrestler-to-audience member (laughs) ratio. Yeah. And all... We... These games had a running competition between these, of which had the worst crowds. Oof. Because... Crowds on Nintendo 64 always look terrible. Always. That, that, that It's a given. But a given. at least when you play a baseball game or something, the crowd is much farther back, so they kind of just look like a blurry row. Yeah. Whereas in this, since you can get closer to the crowds, you can sort of see behind them. Uh-huh. And at that point, it is super obvious that they're all just 2D cardboard <laughs> like cutouts of crowd crowd animations <laughs> that look awful.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh. What was going on? Like, okay, in in Battle Royale mode, like... They literally just look like gray line segments, and and sometimes well, it's it's because you're viewing them from the side. Like you look at them right, yeah, they disappear from the side. Like, come on, that I mean that I know the N64 was capable of more than this. They it was it could have handled more than this, and they just didn't really try.
2: and the so the controls here, yeah, they're pretty they're pretty slow, as is the case with all wrestling games, and this is just gonna be a recurring theme. Yeah. Is these games just all feel super clumsy. Mm-hmm. You'll sort of press a button and it'll wait, you know, a couple frames and your guy'll kinda awkwardly karate chop then may or may yeah. not hit. <laughs>
0: and I I I said this to you guys earlier and I may have said it in the last episode too, I don't remember, but the thing that's always been so frustrating to me about wrestling games is that The characters seem to take your button presses as friendly suggestions. Like, they may do it, they may not. Like, and I just, I don't feel like there's any kind of sense of control. Like, I don't feel like I am a guy beating up another guy. I feel like I am a guy frantically trying to make another guy. You're like,
2: you're like one of the audience members, like, yelling out
0: to the Mm -hmm. rest. of like, chop, chop, (laughs) grab him! And he may or may not hear you. Or maybe he's like trying to answer all of their requests at yeah. once and so he keeps getting distracted. wait job no pile drive? pile drive leg drop like hammer hammer lock okay should i just spin in a circle i'm gonna spin in a circle all right you guys wait here yeah the yeah. taunt the taunt
2: button is real responsive oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah no his
0: taunt button is all over it yeah and i mean we did the taunt as uh, uh goldberg and he did like the the stomp thrust thing i've seen him do like it's his move like i've seen him do that and it looked like it would on tv i don't know i guess that's damning with faint praise i yeah. suppose <laughs> um there's there's very little nice things to say about this game yeah. everything
2: is sort of there there is there was sort of commentary like when you would hit a couple of times, you would be like Frankenstunner,
0: yeah. yeah, and that
2: would be mm-hmm. it. it would, but and I don't even remember if there was music or
0: yeah, not really. It's, like, I, well, there was definitely no music in four
1: player mm-hmm. and first player. There was
0: in first player. There was was yeah. there in two player? I know we did play. A we two did player a tag, tag team. team mode. It's oh, well, if
2: there was, it certainly doesn't
0: stand. It doesn't out. stand. Yeah, this out game at all. is just.
2: There's no energy. Yeah, there's no energy to this game. That's how I would put it. It, There's no like in your
0: face. Yeah, like we're here. It just feels very industrial and sort of. That's a good way to put it. mm -hmm. Yeah, very half-assed, just kind of assembly line. It's like they
2: wrote the the code for the game. And forgot to put in, like, the flourishes that make it exciting. And, like, they did a pretty shitty job writing the code already. Yeah. (laughs) But they they sort of forgot to add more to that.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, the other things I'll say is that there are uh, 16 wrestlers they let you play with at the beginning. But you can unlock an entire 48 more. So that's 64. One thing all these
2: games had going for it is a really impressive amount of characters to choose from.
0: And that's true of wrestling Mm -hmm. games in general. And I appreciate that because all of the characters do, like, move and... Uh, uh, react differently and they all have their own signature moves that you can perform a
2: little bit, but yeah, they're the difficult signature they do. moves are just, they, yeah, you sort of have to press like left, left up C a quick order. And your opponent needs to be in a very specific position. And the game just doesn't have a training mode to help you along with these things.
0: Yeah. So this game you get to pin in the other games. It's about like doing finishers, like, you have to do a specific mm, move at a specific yeah. time to finish off a character. And it's never clear when you're supposed to do that or how you're supposed to do that. Like, it's very opaque throughout the entire thing. And it's kind of one of those things where you either know this – you like, you know this genre, you know how to play these games, or you don't. And they're not going to bother trying to explain it to you.
2: Which is just so weird. I, there's just no effort. I guess it's the same – I mean, the same could be said for a lot of uh, – I guess a lot of games from this, sports games from this time, like, if you play Quarterback Club or Madden, like, there is just very little in terms of, like, training and... Yeah. They, yeah, they assume, and when we get to Attitude, you, there's, these games have, like, a tremendous amount of modes. Certainly yeah. Attitude did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't tell you what any of them are. Nope. No. They're,
0: no. Well, let's let's move yeah. on to Attitude, because I think we've, uh, we've put Nitro in its grave. Um, <laughs> WWF Attitude was released August 31st, 1999. It was developed by Acclaim Studios Salt Lake City and published by Acclaim Sports. And it was also released on Game Boy Color, PlayStation, and Dreamcast. So, Acclaim Studios Salt Lake City started life as sculpted software... Uh, which was notable mostly for producing big sellers like the Super NES Doom port and uh, legit one of my favorite games, Super Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, the um, game cool. Yeah, they were renamed uh, when they were acquired by Acclaim in 1995, and they worked mostly on wrestling games from then on out. Their last game was The Legends of Wrestling for the GameCube, which I actually remember. I played that a little bit. Was
2: that... That wasn't no. I'm thinking of Ultimate Muscle. Oh yeah, end. no, no. It's Legends an Wrestling was where you
0: game. got to go all the way back throughout the WWE history, okay. play like like original guys from the 60s and that's 70s. That's cool. Yeah, that, that that's a, a fun idea. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Acclaim went under, um, and then there were no more games at all for Acclaim. <laughs> uh, right off the bat, we get something interesting that I don't think I've seen in any other uh, game on the N64, and there's a dedication screen. This, oh. this game is dedicated to the memory of Owen Hart, who we discussed mm-hmm. last time, tragically died in the ring during a, uh, a pay per view event. Uh, when he uh his harness broke and he fell onto a turnbuckle um so you know it's nice that they acknowledge that. i think that happened just shortly before this game was released so um the cover athletes this time i didn't mention last time the cover athletes were hulk hogan uh uh, uh goldberg and kevin nash who we all talked about last episode <laughs> um the cover athletes this time are Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mankind, Triple H, The Rock, and The Undertaker.
2: Wow! So they—they're they, really all tiny to jam they're them all. They're very tiny. tiny. Yeah, it's, a, it's
0: a chaotic cover. Yeah. Uh, Austin, we discussed last episode, mm-hmm. and The Rock, we really don't need to discuss. No. If you don't know who The Rock is, go outside. You've what, what, you been living under
2: a one of him
0: for, <laughs> for years. You've been living under a Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we don't need to discuss him. But the other three are pretty interesting. So uh, Mankind, uh, aka Mick Foley, He's is been a, living in a van <laughs> down, down by the, the river. river. <laughs> he, he's a very interesting guy uh he's known for his uncanny ability to absorb pain <laughs> like he is a guy like most of the damage you see done to him in the ring is real because he either doesn't mind it or maybe kind of likes it some people speculate yeah. that there's just kind of a fetish of his or something um he's had some of the most shocking and painful moments i watched the documentary beyond the mat for the last episode there's a scene uh just after the hell in the cell match where he is uh, getting a massive gaping gash in his forehead sewn up Mm -hmm. backstage. This was the first match that his wife and kids came to. Oh, my gosh. And uh, he's trying to talk to his young kid. They're like five and six. He's Mm -hmm. trying to talk to them. Like, he's being very calm and very reassuring while a doctor is stitching his face. And he is drenched in blood
2: well I do but I mean this was sort of he was sort of at the forefront at least from the American standpoint of like this extreme wrestling yeah Um, and they would use razor blades to put like little cuts in their forehead because Mm -hmm. it made extra blood it was called
0: juicing yeah yeah this this one got a little
2: out of hand I mean I think that's got to be true for all wrestlers is they just have a much more tolerance and willingness to absorb pain than like mm-hmm. you and I would. Right. Who'd be like, ow, my arm, I'm out of here. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: my yeah. Um, I think shortly after this he rebranded himself as Cactus Jack. He also has been known as like Big Sexy and a couple of other things oh, and okay. like, uh, but you watch him in this documentary and he's a very... Gentle, quiet, smart, soft spoken guy who you would never suspect puts on a leather mask and talks to a sock puppet for a a living. But (laughs)
2: he's an interesting dude. He's 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 been in professional wrestling for. Thirty years at least. Yeah, right? he, like, he
0: did technically uh, retire. I think in 2015. It's amazing
2: to me how old oh. some of these guys are while oh, they're man. still competing. Mm-hmm. Like guys are competing in their mid fifties,
0: and man. that's what a lot of people like don't like about the WWE is that they're keeping these old timers on for so long and then not really letting the new guys like mm. uh, uh break in. You know, so they're st- yeah. the, the Undertaker is still fucking yeah. wrestling. He's been wrestling as long as I've been alive. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That's insane to me. Um, we'll talk about him. Do you in think a second. that?
2: Uh, uh, mick foley was the inspiration for uh the character in the movie the wrestler
0: like it's i i do suspect that that's jake the snake roberts okay because uh he's featured in that documentary as well and he's a junkie uh who's living on the road uh he he does the cutting stuff he's estranged from his daughter like (laughs) i feel like it's almost exactly jake the snake um, so, all right, all right, moving on to our next guy, Triple H, uh, or Paul Michael Levesque. You'll notice only one H in that entire name, <laughs> only in his middle name. Uh, he's do we gone... know what
2: the Triple H stands for? Oh, we do. It okay. stands
0: for Hunter Hearst Helmsley, hmm. which was a stage name he made up for himself, I think specifically so they could call him Triple H. Okay. So it's a snake eating its own tail. All right. Um, he's gone from being a standout wrestler to the heir apparent of the entire WWE. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been married to Stephanie McMahon since 2003, making him son-in-law to W. WWE owner Vince McMahon, and his in ring performances lately have been kind of steering more towards like corporate. Like, he's, he's one mm-hmm. of the evil manager characters now. Yeah.
2: That's the, one of the goofiest things on the WWE is when they have, like, the, the corporate guys come in and, like, get sucked into the oh, yeah, fight. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. And to, it's very to much, to like. Bring in the bureaucracy and, like, yeah, kids are excited.
0: Like, punch out the lawyer in the tie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, uh, I've never actually seen Triple H wrestle. Uh, uh, I, I don't actually know. I, I assume he's really good. But, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> he signed on with WWE since 1995. So he's been in it for a while. Mm-hmm. Again, and another guy in his fifties. Like, uh, they they just keep it going. And finally, uh, the Undertaker, uh, who, I, like we said, has been a wrestling mainstay as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. His real name is Mark William Calloway, and he's played the character since about nineteen ninety. Uh, his gimmick is all about spooky supernatural shit so sometimes he'll kill characters and then resurrect them as (laughs) zombies or he'll use mind control powers so
1: he himself is not undead though no 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 no, he just has control over the the undertaker Undertaker.
0: yeah Yeah. he has control over. have you ever watched an undertaker match oh
1: yeah the undertaker was my personally my favorite wrestler really like watching wwe oh yeah
0: oh was it because of the superpowers I
1: i don't know i just when i first saw him i'm like wow He's big. He's kind of scary. He does, like, a weird eye thing. I like him.
0: Yeah, he's, like, 6'10". And, uh, oh, yeah. His neck, as he gets older, is just gradually swallowing his head. <laughs> like, it's wider than his head. There's no, like, line of demarcation between jaw and head and neck mm-hmm. anymore. It's just one big thumb. <laughs> he looks strange. But but he, he is an extremely talented wrestler. Oh, yeah. uh, around this time, like, around the late 90s, they were kind of transitioning him from, like, supernatural scary stuff to more of a biker persona, mm-hmm. which didn't really And now he's back doing spooky shit again. Yeah. Um, Alright, so let's talk about the Attitude Era. We alluded to this briefly in the last one, but we're fully in it now, so let's talk about it. the Attitude Era of the WWF was a period where the sport turned more towards violence and shock value and away from the more family-friendly goofiness of 80s wrestling. Uh, the era was ushered in largely on the over-the-top antics of Stone Cold Steve Austin, who rose to prominence during the 90s as a beer-swilling, like, burly, good old boy <laughs> type of wrestler. So there was a famous match, 1996, against Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, where Austin mocked the old wrestler because he had a habit of reciting bible verses to himself before entering the ring okay so uh when talking smack uh austin said you sit there and you thump your bible and you say your prayers and it did not get you anywhere talk about your psalms talk about john 316 austin 316 says i just whipped your ass so this became a major marketing (laughs) catchphrase for both austin and the wwf for years uh, about half the kids in my middle school were always walking around with Austin 316 shirts, and I Oop. never knew what the fucking meant, because I couldn't even tell you what the Bible verse is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or why, like, why did they put, play that? Like, that's the one that they hold up at sports games, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what it is? You know what I doing?
2: thought it was no. The Lord is My Shepherd. Okay, something
0: like that. Yeah, I, Or I no,
2: do. I think it's For God So Loved The World That He <laughs> Gave His Only Son. And I, then, I feel very self-conscious about spouting off Bible knowledge. What's that I'm not the one sure about? Of,
0: what's one but, about not spilling your seed on the ground? Uh, that's, the that, that's John three seventeen. Oh, okay, yeah, I was so close. close. Oh, okay, so yeah. the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, God gave you the world. Secondly, stop jacking it. <laughs> you're, you're jacking it in the middle of my lecture. Come on, knock it off. I'm talking to these guys right now in the audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. they got to knock it off. All right, Um, put them away. (laughs) So the Attitude Era was great for ratings and pay-per-view money. It made major stars out of outlandish performers like The Rock, Triple H, Goldberg, Mankind, and Kane. Uh, WWE has been gradually trying to soften its image since this era, uh, which uh, was marked by being very politically incorrect and kind of sleazy. So some of the defining moments of this era. uh, Triple H... uh, knocked stephanie mcmahon unconscious and then married her at a vegas drive through right when she was about to get married to another wrestler named test on stage
2: wait did he marry her well she was unconscious yes
0: yes oh my god and then it turns out that she was in on it the whole time and she was just uh doing it to uh stab her father in the back and then they married for real, like, four years later. Oh,
2: but that marriage was not That real. marriage was okay. not real, okay. but
0: they marriage married for real later. Um, then there was a... Oh, uh, what a heartwarming story that is. Right. <laughs> uh, Dad, how did you meet Mom? Well, <laughs> I knocked her unconscious and drove her through Vegas, yeah.
2: But it was all a bit, and then over that time we fell in love.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, another big moment. Uh, the big boss man invaded the funeral of Big Show's father and drove away in a hearse with Show's father's casket, Chained to the back,
2: and then they stole his body and used it to clone Solid Snake. Right? <laughs> <That> was...
0: <laughs> they, they 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 started carrying it around the ring because like they had some investors coming and they couldn't know that you know his father was dead. So they had to attach some strings and pulleys to him oh, to, to work. His Weekend body at Big bit. Bosses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't believe Big Show's father was actually dead. I really really hope he wasn't actually dead, and this wasn't like kayfabe gets a little tricky sometimes. I don't actually know so hopefully this didn't wasn't a real thing that (laughs) happened and then finally there was the brutal 1997 hell in a cell match between mankind and the undertaker this is one of the most famously brutal fights in Mm -hmm. wwe history uh they basically built a giant chain link cage all around the ring and uh these guys were fighting on top of it And each of these guys is seven feet tall and (laughs) upwards of 300 pounds. And so the chain link is breaking under him. It keeps punching through. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point, Undertaker throws mankind off the cage 15 feet He falls through a table and hits the concrete ground. Oh, my gosh. He really did this. All of this really happened. And announcers were actually concerned he was dead. He was unconscious for a few seconds. Uh, He got back up and kept fighting. Oh, my gosh. He got back up on top of the cage, which broke. He fell through. A chair landed and hit him in the head. That's why he was getting the stitches I was talking about earlier. And then uh, as a little extra flourish, because mankind is extra, he uh, did a match later where he scattered thumbtacks all over the ring mm-hmm. and rolled around in them. And again, all real, all this horrifying. Is, it's such, like,
2: it, it. it's so, like, amazing the things that, like, humanity and, like, people accomplish, but also, like, so stupid. You're like, I'm amazed by your ability to do this. And, like, I have the utmost respect and awe for it, but man, is it dumb. And, and, right. it's,
0: and the whole point, like people are going to be like, wait, did he really do that? No, he didn't really do that. That's all staged. But it's like, no, you're yeah. really hurting yourself just yeah. for people to think you're not. Yeah. It's intense. Yeah. I think one of the things that really solidifies this era for me is when... um uh, for a brief period around 96, 97, both the WWF and the WCW were actively courting OJ Simpson to appear oh in a match. Gosh. This would have been shortly after he was acquitted of the double murders. Uh, and the, the idea from WWF was for him to appear in WrestleMania 12 and rescue, uh, uh wrestle Rowdy Roddy Piper. And the plan was for Piper to just to kick the absolute shit out of him as some kind of cathartic moment for for audiences. The WCW's idea was to pay Simpson probably about $2 million to come on and take a lie detector test live on the air. Oh, jeez. Um... In both cases, the backlash was immediate and very strong. Pretty much every sponsor for both promotions uh, said they would pull their money if this went through, so naturally this fell through, but I think that exemplifies kind of the shock value that they were going for around this era. I, I wouldn't have surprised
2: me if O.J. Simpson would have agreed to do those things, because he's done oh. some weird stuff since then, oh my aside God. from,
0: <laughs> That you know, prank video? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, if you haven't watched Made in America, they, it's like the eight-hour O.J. documentary. Yeah. It's fucking fascinating yeah, very and good. terrifying but yeah he he did
2: he was he did a basically like a
0: jackass equivalent video where he would like go
2: out and like prank strangers on the street and he, it was like wacky oj simpson
0: oh, He pretended to be a car salesman trying to sell the white bronco that he escaped
1: in after murdering his wife like no uh, were uh. people actually like Knowing like that was him, like oh yeah, they recognize yeah. you from yeah. s- from somewhere. The show somewhere. did not go anywhere. Okay, I believe mean, yeah. it was a
0: very failed okay. pilot. But but then <laughs> it was like that. He he had like little music videos with all these topless women, like just for that extra like direct to DVD kind of sting. And then he wrote that book called If I Did It, uh, and there was a lawsuit about it. And so they had to release it without his name as the uh, author. And all the money had to go to the Ron Goldman family. And they
2: also... The publishers changed it so the if was very small.
0: Yeah. So it looks like it just says, I did it. And then, like, tiny inside the first I is if. Yeah. Man, ultimate of sleaze. Like, (laughs) read uh, uh, Nathan Rabin's articles on on that uh, stuff if you want... If you're more interested in that. So that was...
2: Yeah, that was a random aside, but I'm curious... Let's talk about this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I want to... A little bit – um what do you guys think of – because the WWE has sort of gone back to sort of the goofier, like, friend, family-friendly image yeah. that they're sort of going for. It's like, oh, the whole family can get together and, like, bring your kids to WrestleMania and things like that. Um What do you guys think is fits better? Like, what do you think strikes with you? I totally get why, like, the Attitude Era doesn't really fit anymore. Mm-hmm. But Right.
0: I, I think post-9-11, like, Attitude Era isn't going to work at all. <laughs> but, like – Uh, well, Blake, you go first.
1: Hmm. Um, I, you know, I think the, like, keep it family friendly, because, you know, you have your, the UFC, which is like the, the the brutal, you know, only, uh, I guess, adults, (laughs) I don't know if they're really, really worried about kids watching two guys kick the shit out of each other in a ring, but, you know, you, you want the WWE to be this whole dramatic stage show type deal, so, you know, keep it keep it that uh, family-friendly, you know, that...
2: Yeah, I guess that's that's a good point, because, like, it's sort of intrinsically cartoony, right? Like, yeah. you're,
1: you're interested in
2: WWE for, like... I mean, if you are interested in it, you're interested for, like, the goofy storylines and sort of the, the over-the-top characters. To top characters. Yeah. You, you're not necessarily in it for, like... The bloodlust. I mean maybe yeah. some people are, but you know, let's not let's not encourage But those there people. are things
0: where there's like backyard wrestling and like ECW and shit like that, like for that okay. itch, yeah. you know. <laughs> I I I think I'm more in favor of like the lighter, goofier, like Saturday morning cartoon kind of wrestling. Like uh I, I feel like if I'm seeing somebody like bleeding their own real blood, it kind of takes it yeah. out of me. Because I want to see uh, what what i like about like a really well executed uh wrestling match is that it's basically like a stunt spectacular yeah that's yeah. a good way to put you're, it you're you're seeing people do like awesome martial arts and, and crazy stunts they're like oh my god i can't believe they did that like But I don't want to see, like, the guy at the Waterworld stunt spectacular blow up on his jet ski. I don't want people to actually be hurt. It's like you go to a
2: destruction derby and you want to see, like, the cars go flying and stuff, but you don't want anyone to actually get hurt. And you don't want to be worried about their safety.
0: Yeah, there's the conflict of, like, the the, the bloodlust and the the concern, the human empathy. (laughs) So, I don't know. Yeah, so I I, I think it's better off, like, that the Attitude Era is gone. It's not better Mm -hmm. for money because, like, they were never bigger than before since then the Attitude Era wrestling was at its peak at this time Alright, let's talk about this game. We, yeah. we had a lot of build up there, but that was an important era to talk about. Well, yeah,
2: and this is one of those situations where the game is just not that
0: interesting. No, it's just yeah. not. It's not as bad as the other ones, or like as good as the ones that we played before, like, so, yeah. Uh, this game is a direct sequel to WWF Warzone, which we played last time, uh, and this was also the last WWF game produced by Acclaim. The company would jump over, uh, or uh, the company by which I mean WWF would jump over to THQ after this. Uh, like Warzone, the company, or the gameplay here blends traditional wrestling with more fighting game mechanics. So, like, finishing moves and stuff more than pinning, uh... And it also does feel, like, a little more responsive to that degree. Like, it's a little faster and a little goofier. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get 41 wrestlers available here. Um, Like we said, wrestling games have no shortage of characters to choose from. It's pretty great.
2: This one also gives you a a create-a-wrestler mode, which I think we saw before.
0: um, And we did have fun with the create-a-wrestler, and it does let you uh, create women wrestlers this time mm -hmm. around, which is nice. And
2: just... I mean, the the character creation thing is pretty robust. There's a lot of features that you can change. Yeah. You, know, you can give masks, facial tattoos, different hairstyles. Um, Steve created the character Big, Ch- Big Chungus. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What was the... in? Well, they have set nicknames you can give, so the announcers will actually say their name. What was your character's nickname? Cow Patty.
0: Cow Patty. Great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can set everything. Like uh, He was a horrifying-looking guy. We made him extra skinny and extra hairy. Yeah. Uh, we gave him like this weird facial grimace, cat eyes. It does
2: seem very hard to not create horrible-looking people in this world oh, oh, yeah. just because yeah. of the N64 graphic engine.
0: I mean... Uh, I I don't think I would trust somebody if they were going in trying to create a realistic looking person. Yeah. you're putting
1: too much time into stop. Like it's, I'm worried about you.
0: It's like you you have the wrong priorities in life. I, just, I don't I don't think we. Also, can be you friends. have
1: 48 other wrestlers to choose from. So yeah, the most. yeah. Well, and, and with that, like mm. um, how we talked about, you can create a, a female wrestler. Mm. I didn't in the the whole. Uh, choose a wrestler selection. I didn't see any female wrestlers was, that you could choose Was
0: Goldust from. a female wrestler? No, female. he
1: just looked like a female wrestler. Yeah, I
0: put out, he yeah. really looks like Rebel Wilson yeah, in this game. Yeah, he doesn't look like that anymore. Like, he, well, uh, I don't know if he's still wrestling, but I saw him a couple of years ago. Who was he? He had a feud with who was it? Oh, the guy from Arrow weirdly like giving
2: you a weird slanted face the main actor (laughs) from the tv show arrow had a
0: a couple of uh uh, runs on a wrestling program where he had a feud with stardust or gold (laughs) dust or whatever yeah anyway um yeah so uh, i didn't see any women models in here either uh but i think you could unlock some okay um so yeah gameplay wise attitude plays pretty much exactly the same as warzone did it 's the same engine it 's the same controls. Um, the challenge mode has been replaced with career mode, and there are two new modes added are two new additions in addition to all the other modes that were carried over from the last one uh first blood which is a a kind of match where uh, the first wrestler to draw blood wins, like the first person to bleed loses. The first person to cut their forehead with a razor blade. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy to not do that. I do that on a daily basis. Like, even when I'm shaving, I'm nowhere near my forehead. Um, And uh, the I quit match, which the only way to win is if the other wrestler has to be beaten into submission and they have to say I quit into a microphone. And we didn't really play with those modes much. This Um,
2: game, you know, I appreciate that they're going for having a lot of content but this game has way too much content i don't know when you go to like quick mode or exhibition yeah it then gives you 10 different modes to choose from and yeah. settings and you're like i don't know what the difference between king of the ring battle royale and triangle are yeah
0: like, yeah i'm not entirely sure and like yeah and again a lot of wrestling fans are out there listening to this, and they're just yelling at their. Because oh, it's yeah. so yeah.
2: obvious. What like, try three-player
0: triangle mode? How that's different from exactly. battle royale. Yeah. But again, but- it's it's its own whole secret language. Like you know, you, you if you're into wrestling, you know this. Well, they stuff. just need text on the corner when you
2: highlight these things something. that says what it is.
0: Like, and that's something you have now. Like I, I, I played. I, I found a discount copy of uh, WWE 2K18. Uh, just to see kind of what a modern game, like wrestling game was like. And I played a little bit of that and it's just like way over the top, like... Cut scenes and entrance walks and mm-hmm. long music videos and then like them hyping themselves up in the microphone before you actually get any kind of gameplay <laughs> but it also does kind of spell out what everything is you get those little pop-up menus saying like oh this mode is blah 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 this mode is blah 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 so
2: so it's worth talking about that and the presentation in this game because this game does give you those interest videos yeah um we had a three-player match at the start um Blake chose Big Chungus, uh-huh. I was The Rock, and who who were you? Oh, uh, fuck,
0: who was I? St- no. Uh, were uh, you Mankind?
2: Yeah. I, I was Mankind. Were, yeah. yeah, I was Mankind. Um, oh, yeah, I was so mankind. it shows the little intro of, you know, it, cuts to the sort of entrance hallway and then sort of music starts playing and Mankind walks out and all these characters just move super sort of glitchy and unnaturally. Right.
0: And you Which c- I think was intentional with Mankind because he's supposed to look kind of hunched over and crazy okay. and he's talking to Mr. Socko, like so. so
2: I appreciate like that they're going for this sort of opening videos but it looks very bad. And yeah. then Blake's character... Who we had set oh, to use man. the Rock's entrance music, mm-hmm. set like so nothing happens. Like it just points to the hallway, and then you hear this voiceover. You don't want to know what the Rock is cooking. <laughs> and then Big Chungus, this thin guy, like comes out, just sort of all swagger, yeah. all yeah. swagger. Oh, and like, it's playing in the music. It's playing this rock, the Rock sound. He's like, I'm the Rock I'm the Rock. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. The it's rock. like a remix. I'm the Rock. Yeah. It, it, it was super. I don't know. It was the funniest thing that we we encountered in these. Yeah, games. yeah.
0: I mean, big Chungus alone put this game over the top for me. Like, definitely uh, compared to the others we played today, this was the most fun.
2: Yeah. The, when uh, when you play three games and the most entertaining thing in them is the create a wrestler mode. Yeah. It doesn't speak highly.
0: of the game. There, This was the one with the create a pay per view mode too, right? Right. Like, yeah. Again, yeah, this like, game had an absurd amount of content. You can customize the lights, like the color of the lights. You can customize the apron, like everything. Like, it, but I don't it's know cool. what. The point of all that would uh, be. I mean, I guess right. it's, it's just to say you did it. I
2: guess. guess it's kind of like the franchise mode in Madden. Sure, but mm-hmm. I, you I want to make
0: it your own to to a degree. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I could almost see that. Like, it's weird that there hasn't been, or I mean, maybe there has, like a wrestling manager game yeah. where like you write <laughs> storylines for the different characters, oh, or you that'd like be pick fun. pick through them and you sort of decide. Yeah, it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure thing and basically... Yeah, like a Telltale game. How come there was no, I mean, Telltale's out of business. Yeah, yeah. But there could have been like a Telltale wrestling adventure oh, game oh damn i really uh, where want that. it was like at the end like depending on your decisions it decides if you have a heel turn or you sort of go to the champ and then you know the actual wrestling things are just like quick time events yeah that they did like that seems
0: like sure. a super easy fit oh i love i really want to play call, a wrestling rpg now. call
2: telltale that's out of business oh, and get them back together i it's, love this idea <laughs> yeah, bringing man, the band back yeah, together. Exactly. i
0: would be all over this idea <laughs> Um, do we have anything else we want to say about Attitude? Like, it really, like. I mean, for it, all we was said. was my of, favorite of the three today, I but. I mean, like, for
2: all we've said about the content, it still wasn't very much fun to play. No. Um, no. The characters looked really beefy. Yeah. Like, um, I think technically they looked good. They yeah. just didn't it, have much personality to
0: them. Th- right. I, I was impressed by, like, the smoothness of the polygons and, like, the detail in the characters' faces, especially in, like, single player mode. Like, they really pop out. Like, I was playing as Goldberg, I think. No, not Goldberg. <laughs> Austin. And. Uh, he looked good. Like, he, his head looked round and bald. And, like... Was this the game it wasn't <laughs> where... It was all jagged. You would hit a character and it would just say stunned? Or was that the previous I think that's one? the next one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All they together. all blend together. They all blend together. Yeah. <laughs> They're all uniquely, like frustrating in their own ways, but they do blend together a little bit. Let's jump on to WCW Mayhem. This was released September 21st, 1999, developed by Kodiak Interactive and published by EA. It was also released on Game Boy Color and PlayStation. So Kodiak Interactive Software Studios has a very small impact overall. Uh, Aside from this and one other WCW game, Backstage Assault, which we'll play next time, uh, the company produced the chariot racing game Circus Maximus and a forgotten RTS called Stratosphere and that is it. Wow, Uh, there are two gone. games I've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this, this is the first wrestling game developed by EA. So there's a little bit of drama backstage here. Um, Acclaim had held the license to the WWF for decades. But after they saw how successful the THQ WCW games were doing, WWF decided to jump ship and sign with THQ for their next big game. Hmm. But the WCW didn't want to share a developer with their rival, so they bailed on THQ and moved over to EA. And Acclaim, meanwhile, was kind of stuck holding the bag, so they produced the uh, ECW Hardcore Revolution game, again, which we will play next oh time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a little bit of uh, backstage drama on that one. So this game has about 60 wrestlers to choose from, again, huge selection, and uh, there's about 600 different motion-captured moves. Which you can't really tell. Um, (laughs) Well,
2: well, I will say about this one real quick. This one, I feel like... I don't think it looked quite as crisp as Attitude. Mm -hmm. But, like, there was clearly... The wrestlers feel much more colorful. They do. Like, they have... Their outfits are more colorful and their movements are more distinct.
0: But there is a moment, like, during your entrance animation. Like, uh, one of your guys... I I forget which character was playing. But they walked out... And then they look like they're kind of staggering back, like they're getting, like, hit with mace or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And all these, it, it looks yellow straight up, come up from like the ground. cat piss is being sprayed from the ground. I think they're <laughs> supposed to be sparks. Yeah. Yeah. But they look straight up like liquid piss. Oh, yeah. And uh, as opposed to solid piss, <laughs> um, which is, uh, uh, that's Solid Snake's actual brother. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, but this one does have some cool presentation little effects. Like, if you execute a special move, you'll get, like, a cinematic camera, and it's mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. pretty seamless, like the camera will move in real tight on your special move while it's being executed and then it'll move back. It's Uh, also
2: worth noting that this game, very confusingly, you have to use the control pad to move, which does
0: not tell you at all. No. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and I guess that's worth noting too, that we went back and we played a little bit of wcw nwo revenge which was the highest rated wrestling game for all of us when we mm-hmm. played last time just because we'd kind of forgotten like it's like all right are we just being overly harsh on these games like did, did are there are these all like actually kind of worse and they definitely are worse like uh, revenge is a much better game than any of these yeah but we did go back and get a little bit of that context um all right this one i found really frustrating and like this one was maximizing my like what I said earlier, like the buttons being suggestions, like <laughs> they absolutely refused to do what I wanted them to do. And it was getting very maddening and I wasn't sure how to end a match because there's no pins, there's no special moves. Like I don't know how to end it. And uh, I, a lot of the punches I was making would just fly through the character. Like it would just clip right through the character's body and nothing would happen.
2: Yeah, so you played the single player mode and just got the shit Beat out of you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then you you gave up and left the room, yes.
0: <laughs> and so Blake and, and I, started... I cried. I was crying. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, don't yeah, forget we used... I was crying and peeing myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so Blake and I started a weapons match with each other, mm-hmm. um, where there's just sort of three thi- three weapons on the ground,
0: and... three different textured rectangles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. And we stood over those for minutes trying to figure oh, out man. how to pick God. them up. I pressed every button on the controller. That's all. nine buttons on the uh, N64 I was like, wait, did the
0: sound cut out? Wait, that's not right if I'm the hero person. Yeah, um,
2: on the N64, and it would not pick up these goddamn weapons. No. Finally, I realized you have to hold the B button to pick them up. If you go into the controls on the start, it does not tell you anywhere that B picks up these things. I think that's the same button as... It was like grapple.
0: I think it was yeah. the grapple button, <laughs> or it was a tie-up button, or yeah. whatever they call it. Yeah.
2: And there's just there's so many aspects of these games that are just not explained, and I feel like that was a pretty prime example. Because if you're playing the weapon mode, it feels like you should have a little tip thing that comes up right at the start. They're like, "Hold B to pick up the item," mm-hmm. or something. Because it just somewhere you need that information. And we finally picked up the weapons and we're swinging them at each other. Oh and it was God. just going right through <laughs> the other player.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So uh, Blake, this is the only one of the games we played today that you've played in the past, right?
1: Oh my, yeah. Like I, I played this, like, I don't know how long ago, but I just, as soon as we started playing it, I remember I'm like, Oh no, like this is, <laughs> oh okay. No. This is, this is bringing back memories where I just sat from my TV Looked up, got confused, and then turned it off.
0: Okay, and so this this is like actually bad. They, like oh, there, yeah. there are no oh, like nostalgia yeah. filters here for no. you. Like like okay, because I, I, I do I admit I have a hard time telling. So it, it's good to have somebody who's like played these games to actually okay. like give some There's context. Like I have trouble telling
2: so uninvitingly bad about the way these games are bad. Because to me. Yeah even if I play a bad game where, like, it's frustrating at the start, I'm like, okay, like, I know what I want to do, I get what I'm doing wrong, and, like, or the hit detection just isn't great, or something, you can sort of compensate for those kind of things. Yeah. This game, you just are like, I'm pressing the button, and he's not attacking. Yeah. Like, it just, there's no consistency to, and there's just no incentive to make you want to keep playing
0: more. No. Mm. Uh, A couple of interesting things that they had here, though. They had um, a, a special feature in this game that's pretty unique. Uh, viewers of major pay per view events would receive a special code that allowed them to recreate the rosters from those events for special matches. So would so, they
2: like show the code on the TV?
0: Yeah, you would watch an episode of Monday Nitro and uh in anticipation of the pay per view event, and they would give you a code, and then you can play that matchup exactly as it is on your own game. Cool idea. Yeah, cool that idea. Is really cool pre pre internet kind of. Way to update the game. This was supposed to last a while, but it only lasted three months uh, because the, the the roster changed up so much. So at this point,
2: because hmm. they they had to have them all since the game's not going to update over the internet, they right. have to have all these things mapped out ahead of time. Yeah,
0: and and the WCW at this point is rupturing. Like okay. they they they're you know we talked last episode about the Monday Night Wars. Uh, you know which the WCW was winning for a good long stretch but uh, eventually the storyline started getting too stupid and they started like, misabuse, like mistreating their talent so people were leaving and going over to WWE or people from WWE were coming back over so the roster from the game was quickly not able to keep mm, up with the pay-per-views like, so, so they just had to stop doing it. But it is a cool, like, idea. Uh, also, if you want to lock this in time, this game had a sponsorship deal with Surge. The, <laughs> the energy uh, drink. Delicious cola, Total green target. cola. <laughs> which, uh yeah, I, I was very much into Surge when I was in 1997. <laughs> I lamented its passing. Uh This was also one of the first wrestling games to have, like, full voice color commentary. They had, uh the, the PS version had... Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Tony Schiavone providing con- commentary, but because of the N64's um, memory limitations, they could only have one. Announcer. so they cut Bobby Heenan, but some of the dialogue that the commentator has is like directly addressing Bobby. Like, it's like, it's oh, like hey, a conversation, yeah, it's a conversation with Bobby's like, Oh, can you believe that, Bobby? And there is no Bobby, it's just <laughs> one guy talking to himself, uh, you know, which whatever
1: that's it's actually I, mankind just I, behind. you yeah. talking to Mr. Sako.
0: I would like that better, actually, <laughs> just talking to Mr. Sako and Taito, like. I get that, but I would also be kind of pissed if I was Bobby Heenan. Like, I'm like, what do you got to me out of the game? Like, was it a coin toss? Like, I don't know. And I feel like Bobby Heenan's a better known guy, too. Anyway,
2: but yeah, the presentation. I mean, I do think that this game had the best presentation in terms of the the entrance animation. Sort of ran the most smoothly, mm-hmm. um, and the wrestlers felt the most distinct. But it still feels very dated, and mm-hmm. especially the, very much the sound. The sound in all these games is just so, turned so low and just, just has no real push or energy to Mm-mm. it. Like, yeah. there's there's sort of pulsating rock music during some of the menus, but as soon as you start playing the game, that just goes away.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this, in very EA fashion, has, like, a quick start mode, which is uh, unique to any of the other wrestling games we play, where it just, like, boom, sets you up with a match. You don't need to worry about the, uh, the, the fine details. Just, like, we'll, we'll pick for you. You can just wrestle, you know? So that's nice. But, Again, I don't want to play this game. Like, it's not good. <laughs> That's
2: the core problem with all of these. Regardless of whatever mode they have, they're yeah. still not fun.
0: I mean, uh, Woody, you'll appreciate this. There was one good thing that came out of WCW Mayhem. So WCW Mayhem 2 was planned, and EA brought in Aki Corporation, who we talked about last time. They did the uh, the Revenge and, mm-hmm. um, and uh, World Tour. Uh they were going to come in and develop it but production was cancelled midway through so Aki redeveloped the bones of that game into what would eventually become Def Jam Vendetta so it okay. worked oh, out very which, well which the then end. eventually become Def Jam Fight for New York which is the, the, the best the of these games yeah. Okay. like uh, yeah we're big fans of that game here uh, do we have anything else to add about uh, WCW Mayhem before we move on? I'm just lamenting
2: got, the fact we still have one more of these wrestling shows have, to do. We have one more episode
0: <laughs> with four four remaining wrestling oh games gosh, to talk about. So
2: many. It's insane but how many wrestling games there are for the N64. Oh yeah. uh,
0: apparently, we're getting the two mm. best ones on the next episode. It's yes. supposed to be WWF No Mercy and WWF WrestleMania it's, 2000. Oh yeah. But
2: yeah, it is just crazy to think, like, when you say, like, okay, there's one Mario game like yeah. one official Mario game for yeah. Nintendo 64 and there's <laughs> ten wrestling games it's a lot like there's there's more wrestling games than football games and like football Almost games this,
0: I, I have to double check and see but uh, basketball might have more of, yeah. as, in terms of sports but it <laughs> but might actually be same when you think about, about like
2: popularity of yeah. like you yeah. know even if wrestling was at its peak popularity mm-hmm. it's still nothing compared to basketball at this time oh no no so no, like no. the amount of how many games they were pumping out mm-hmm. was just, I guess there's just a big cross section of people who are into wrestling and people who are in N64 yeah, yeah. And, and sorry, listeners to this show who fit into that Venn diagram, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think there are your, a lot your, of... People, your games suck. The wrestling games have been requested a lot. People really, really are very fond of these wrestling games, and it's just kind of lost on me. Like, I, I want to. I want to understand. Please make me understand. <laughs> uh, Blake, what, what, are you, what, what were you going to add?
1: Um, I was, I was going to add on to what, what what he was saying. Like, with these... You, like, you think the audience is playing, you know, the Nintendo 64... And you know, probably at the time they're they're not wrestling, you know they're playing basketball or they're sure. playing baseball or football, and they're like, "I wanna play a game that you know I also and en- you know I enjoy playing, so like like how you're talking about I don't understand how wrestling is." The more like at the why there's so many yeah of them. Yeah. yeah, and it could just be
0: aggressive marketing I think from the companies oh, themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they just have money to burn, you know, because it, it's a hugely lucrative sport. Yeah, like, I mean, in these is, games are common. Lucrative. Clearly,
2: people bought these games because you can buy any of these games for two bucks. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like, anywhere.
0: It. Yeah, I was not worried. I was
1: like, if any of these don't work, I've it's literally I'm not concerned. I will find them. Now, imagine if they if they saved up like the time to make one like wrestling game out of like the three of the ten how much better it'd be and And
2: that I think is the fundamental problem with these games is there's so many of them and they're made by so many different companies that there's no agreement on like what the good mm-hmm. system is for a wrestling game.
0: Yeah. And now and, we've kind of landed on now right. it's like one a year. Exactly. Like one and bit, that's one what a year. It,
2: at its core and this was like we went and played uh Revenge yeah. which was cuz I had played these 3 and I'm like these are all terrible. Can we play a game we played last time so I remember that these are all terrible so I realize that these are all terrible and like revenge makes sense because you're using the A button to grapple Yeah. and which is just how it should be it should be like B is your regular attack A is your grapple because that's going to be your most commonly used thing Yeah. and so the fact that they're just mixing all of these controls up every time the win conditions are different make it so you just never sort of get a handle on what you're supposed to do and sort of learn the mechanics Right. and I think that's why these games are so frustrating (laughs) right
0: right Well, let's move on to our rankings here. Uh, Each week we are ranking the games that we have played this week. Uh, How about I'll start us off this time. Um... I was not really a fan of any of these, uh, but I will say WWF Attitude was clearly the best uh, for me in terms of, uh, I mean, they, they had some very robust customization options and a mm-hmm. uh, pretty nice presentation. It just ultimately was not a type of game I enjoy playing. But I am putting that at number 119. That's right above the Elmo games. Oh, Sorry, nice. Elmo, you've just been chokeslaying. <laughs> uh, for the other two, uh, it's kind of a coin toss again about which one I uh, disliked more. But I'm going to say... WCW Mayhem because uh, I liked the camera angles and the presentation and stuff like that and I like that they had some innovative features in there that gets the slight edge Uh, that's going to be number 148 and then right below that is number 149 is WCW Nitro, and that puts it right above Rugrats Scavenger Hunt. Uh, Sorry, so,
2: Rugrats. You also got jokes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know why I'm putting them right in front of all the kids' games, but Jeez. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of any of these. And, like, again, I am still someone who wants to love wrestling. Somebody please give convince me why I should love wrestling. Uh, I want to. But these games aren't really turning the tide for me. <laughs> uh, Blake, why don't we go to you next? You have the just the first three wrestling games
1: on here. Uh, uh, yeah. With so this... it looks
0: like and and uh, NWO Revenge is your top game
1: right now. Yeah, so Revenge is up top. Um, I think kind of similar to you, uh, Attitude was my favorite that we played tonight. Just because of, I think what really got it was, I don't like it. That was the the character creation, yeah, side, yeah, yeah right. Okay, yeah. so I think that's what really won it The
2: characters me. feel like they have heft in that game. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. They
1: do. That one I felt like controlled better. Um, Nitro what, it came in second place. Uh, oh wow, for me. yeah, I, I I picked that over mayhem. Um, Nitro, I felt like the first the single player mode was um, kind of redeemed itself over that four player yeah. battle royale. Whatever. That's fair. Quit until you you know un- however much you can take <laughs> and then obviously mayhem will be sitting last i know these all going underneath
0: the first three or the yeah kind of yeah, yeah, yeah okay so they're all so yeah so uh nw wcw NW world tour was your bottom last time so these yep. are going in that order yep, right yep. below that uh, what do you have about
2: yourself? Like I said, this was a really hard set of games to get through. Um, <laughs> you convinced me, Steve, that Attitude was the best of these. I originally had uh, Mayhem as the one I enjoyed the most. Okay. Um, but uh, you've convinced me that Attitude is better. Um, I, after I put all the work to get the Madden games in very specific spots yeah. um, last week, and <laughs> make it really hard for you. I'll make it easy on that you was this, fun. Yeah. Yeah. this week. Um, all these games are going near the bottom of the list. Okay. Um, Attitude is at the top at number 153, which is right above... They're all right above Quarterback Club 2000, which was the worst of the Quarterback Club games. Yeah, it was. Um, So it's Attitude at 153, and then Mayhem at 154, and then Nitro at 155. This night might have gone different had we not started with that four-player Nitro mode, but it immediately just put me in a bad, angry (laughs) mood about these wrestling games, because it is so
0: unplayable. Like I would actually encourage people, if you have an N64 with four controllers, and you have a dollar to spend on Nitro, (laughs) do that just to see what we're talking about. Like, we're not exaggerating. (laughs) It really is hard to play. Uh, we do have one letter this week let's move on to that something more pleasant than what we've been talking oh, about oh boy <laughs> alright from yeah. our letter uh, I've been listening since hearing the ad for your show on the Flop House, and your show has quickly become one of my favorites thank you so much thank uh, you uh, as, named
2: letter writer <laughs> he's named eventually oh,
0: okay. uh, as much as I love video games I can never bring myself to listen to any of the podcasts about newer releases because so many of those releases aren't at all interesting <laughs> so I was ecstatic to find a podcast exclusively about the most formative years of my gaming life yeah. it's great to hear how poorly some of the games (laughs) i played so frequently hold up as well as i thought and uh, as well as i thought they would and i can't wait to hear about some of the ones you haven't gotten to yet like one of the other listeners that wrote in i'm interested to know what you think about battle tanks and its sequel lots of love for battle Tanks. i feel like
2: steve i feel like we should just do battle tanks next week
0: You want to just do battle tanks? Yeah, I mean, we have two requests of people who wrote in. I mean, it was going to be in a couple weeks. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just do battle tanks.
2: Encourage people to write
0: in, right? Not not that it's
2: a request show, but hey, you get two people requesting battle tanks. Mm -hmm. That's That's very specific, and it's
0: piqued my curiosity. (laughs) And like I said, it's just moving it up slightly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So on to the real meat of my query, though. I was wondering if you'd be able to give me some pointers as I'm trying to get a podcast of my own off the ground. I was inspired by your format and execution to finally get the ball rolling on something I've had sitting on the back of my mind for a while while now, which is Saturday morning cartoons from the 80s and 90s. Nice. I'm into okay. it. Yeah. Uh, I have my mic and a game plan, but I haven't been able to find a clear-cut answer on distribution. I've read about RSS feeds and have a blog spot. Where did you look when you're setting up shop? Thanks for everything and keep up the awesome work. And that is from Matt. Thanks, so Matt. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate that you think I know how to do a podcast. <laughs> um, uh, well, I've, I've, I've seen various different places for sourcing. Libsyn is a popular one. We use Podbean, which has been uh, pretty good to us. Um, As far as other things to know, I I learned the hard way that if you are using the exact same make and model of microphone, they're not going to work on your computer. Uh, They cancel each other out. So I had to have one of these sent back to the company so they could reprogram it. And then you have to create like an aggregate device for multiple mics. It's very weirdly complicated. Um, But, yeah, I learned that the hard way. So I would say get two similarly high quality but different brands of mics to just speed things along for yourself. Uh, I, I have uh, a yeah couple. yeah you got, um, you because yeah you have a podcast that you started too so yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say is. Um be content with not being very successful with your podcast um, in the sense that I think the way to have a successful podcast is to already be famous Um,
0: which is easier said than done Um, there was like kind of a little inspirational phrase that I saw and usually those just roll over me but like this one I I liked a lot it's like don't compare yourself to like someone who's wildly successful compare yourself to the version of yourself who's too afraid to start it
2: yeah that, like, that is a good way to put it yeah i, mean, have I definitely enjoy...
0: have more listeners now than i did when i didn't have a podcast <laughs> yeah. even if it's only by a little bit
2: you have to enjoy actually doing the act and well, for the most part i do except when we have to
0: play shitty wrestling games yeah Right. Um And there, con- consistency, I would say, is a good one, mm-hmm. too. Like, I'm actually pretty proud. I've jinxed this now yeah. by saying it out loud, but I'm pretty proud we've never missed a week. Yeah. Like, we have never missed a week since we started, so. Yeah.
2: And um, there – I work at the library. There's a book that I just checked in and checked out called So You Want to Start a Podcast. Perfect. Um, which has pretty in-depth information. Um I would say you want to be if you want to be willing to spend some money on advertisement that goes a long way like you said about the flop house advertisement a that lot of gave our us the biggest spike in our yeah. and the one other thing is I would say specifically for what you suggested I would narrow it down even farther than cartoons in the 80s and 90s
0: mm-hmm.
2: um just because I feel like you want you want something like very specific for people who are searching because no one's going to you know google like
0: cartoons 80, 80s 90s yeah, yeah. exactly like yeah, you want you like want a, a gi joe podcast or something yeah or, or ducktales yeah i exactly. listen to a ducktales yeah so, not to tell you what to do matt <laughs> we're not telling you what to do
2: <laughs> but yeah. yeah there's a lot of podcasts out there please join in yeah. Um, there's there's always stuff to talk about
0: get on in the The water's fine because Conan's
1: in here now and he's very warm
0: <laughs> uh, alright I think that's about all we have for today thank you so much Blake for coming back and wrestling with us we yeah, appreciate thank it you. it was yeah. a great
1: another first time <laughs> we, uh,
0: we hope we can bring you back next time for the first time uh, to, first time to close three. out the oh, rest yeah. of these
1: wrestling games absolutely
0: Um. so yeah next week we have playing Battle Tanks and Battle Tanks Global Assault uh, so thank you to uh, our, our listeners who have written in requesting those Battle Tanks episodes. I'm I'm very curious because these are games I would not have <laughs> thought of at all. Like they're they're they games like I'm not excited about. Uh, but now We're I'm kind of excited, excited about
1: Battle it. Battle Tanks is actually a really fun game. Okay, I mean, yeah. all right, yeah, that's we nice. have another number yeah. three. So all all right. Right. I'm like, yep. Okay,
0: all right. So we'll find out next week with Battle Tanks. In the meantime, let's climb up on these ropes and uh, do a little flippity flip. <laughs> which is my uh wait i already forgot my wrestler name content creator yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's excited character. hey we're
2: gonna get on these ropes and do a little flippity flip yep yeah, yep yeah, here we go yeah, I'm, I'm,
0: yeah, that's my wrestling voice it's kind of Barney yeah, the dinosaur yeah. uh, well i hope i can beat the other guy uh, he's he's pretty big and strong but uh i feel pretty good yeah, yeah let's do this <laughs> Perfect. <Right. laughs> bye everybody
1: see ya